0: Everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what makes them excited and sometimes we talk about unexplainable supernatural occurrences. If you are into this episode and you want more, please go to our Patreon page and become an initiate. It's cheap, it's easy and it's a great way to spend time. On this week's episode, I talked to Rocío Mesa, a filmmaker, hero and friend. She manifested a whole new life making movies in California and even when gigantic red flags and obstacles tried to get in her way, she t- turn them into bridges to her dreams here we talk about what it's like to move to a new country to pursue your true passion and let nothing stand in your way also we talked about an amazing paranormal experience she had in Sedona with her best friend please welcome to your head and heart Rocio Mesa hi hi how are you (laughs) <laughs> I'm good. I'm really I'm like, I mean, I'm very happy to be talking to you. Yeah, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for talking to me. Um I have no like uh agenda or anything. I just like, I feel like this might be weird sounding, but I've just been like, I've wanted to talk to you for so long. Um, and I don't, you know, like I'm just drawn to you. Um, that's and maybe, very beautiful. <laughs> maybe we'll find out why today. Um, but yeah, it's just like, um, I know very little about you. Um, but I just think you're so cool and I've just like really admire you. And I also don't really know what it means to be a filmmaker. Um, so that's 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 the whole agenda. That's the evil plan I have for today. Um, that is so sweet, Bonnie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I don't know how long we've known each other for, but I bet it's been at least five years, right? Many years, yeah. <laughs> how long Three have years. you... Have you, when did you, um, did you first come to Los Angeles from? Where are you from exactly, I guess? Okay,
1: so (laughs) I'm from Spain. I'm from Granada, which is a a city in southern Spain. And I grew up in a little tiny town, like rural Spain, uh, middle of nowhere. Cool. And um, I applied for a grant to come to the United States and I got it, which was crazy for me at the time. I didn't even speak English. Oh, wow. Cool. And uh I it was a, it was a grant uh related to filmmaking. It was to do uh documentary directing or something oh, like that. wow. That's so hard. That was it was it was it was interesting. And um Uh, Like I said, I didn't speak English at the time, but I was completely obsessed with music and like garage rock and psych rock. And especially, I was very obsessed with the whole community that at the time was in the Bay Area. Oh, cool. So when they gave me the grant, they were like, hey, you can choose to go to New York or to go to California. And I was like, to California.
0: (laughs) What I didn't know is that Los Angeles and San Francisco were not that close to each other. Right, yeah, that's interesting. It, it They are not. <laughs> They're not. Like, people here behave like they are. I think yeah. it's like a sort
1: of like drama copying like they want to forget the seven hours they were driving the last time and they're like no it's super close and you're like yeah. it's not
0: but um yeah because yeah. <laughs> people here are like oh i i can't go to santa monica that's too far but um, for some reason it's like san francisco's close it's not a big deal <laughs> on the corner yeah <laughs> Oh, dude i love the mega
1: bus yeah the mega oh. bus- Yeah, people don't like it because it smells like cheese or whatever. But I love it. You get there. Somebody's driving you places. It's full of freaks. We love freaks. And you can read a
0: book. I don't know. I love it. (laughs) That's so cool. Did you, is California... Um, the way you thought because it's like a place that's in so many movies and so much shit like is it the way you thought it was going to be is it more dramatic less dramatic Like, well, I, I
1: never thought about California in my entire life
0: oh really? I don't know like
1: I don't know like, <laughs> don't know. like yeah. a lot of people they grow up and they're like oh my dream is to go to Hollywood. No, not here. Like, I don't know. I think I've been living always there in the present and I never had, I don't know when they gave me the grant. All I was thinking is that I was going to be able to dance and go to shows and have fun. And that's awesome. but I I never thought about Hollywood, right? Like I'm a filmmaker, yeah. And I never put those two together, and I don't feel identified with the Hollywood industry at, at all. That's so interesting. So, I it was shocking. I was like, "What am I doing in Hollywood? I'm in the wrong place." <laughs> <laughs> but little by little, you find your community, and so yeah. I yeah yeah.
0: That's amazing. That's so cool because yeah, I'm from here, and I never think about Hollywood or or perceptions of it just. Because I think it—it's so probably extreme to people from other countries that I yeah I've never thought about it. But that's that's cool. I like that you're present. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, I do my best. <laughs> to
1: have fun and be present. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Have you always been like that? Mm. I don't know. Okay. I don't that's know. fair. Let's say that um, I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if, yeah, and you have our entire lives to change your mind and let me know if you change your mind. Luckily, we'll be in touch the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, so okay, so you came out here, and so the grant was for documentary stuff.
1: Oh my god! So this grant, yeah, <laughs> it was for the worst film school in the universe. Oh my I'm God. I'm not going to name it because, you know, it will be mean. And I don't want to, <laughs> but yeah. really it was bad. Oh my God. It was one of these film schools that they have these like marketing strategies and they go oh, wow. into the like richest kids of every country to go there and be filmmakers in Hollywood. But I was not rich. I was working class. I just got this grant and I had so many hopes of like, I don't know. I thought I was going to be encountering new narratives. The avant-garde. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I got there, and it was bad. It was kind oh, of like yeah. a scam of a school, I would say. I mean, just like a lot of rich kids and and this Hollywood mentality. So, I cried. I cried oh, for like a whole two months thinking, this is not what I wanted. But i learned english i met people and i fell in love with california
0: that's so. like i really
1: did and i'm still here yeah and how long ago
0: was that that was 10 years ago it's been yeah that's so cool well that's awesome what an interesting or just it's that's cool to know about you the way you got out here and uh yeah, my
1: story, I feel like is when you talk to an Uber driver, because Uber drivers, they always have <laughs> cool stories. And it's like, oh, you have an accent. Tell me, where are you from? So yeah, I'm like an Uber driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You're an, uh, an Uber driver to the soul. Um, so, uh, so that's so cool though. But so did you, um, ha- like, you came here for that, but did you have a sense of like what you or how did you get started, um, despite the uh, misstep of a shitty school?
1: So yeah, I was just talking about this recently that um, in, in a in an interview that basically growing up in in like a rural space. You don't think being a filmmaker, it's even an option, right? That's like science fiction, really. Something about the paranormal. That is. (laughs) So, and, uh, but I thought that I could be a journalist. So I studied journalism in, in in college and I was a journalist for a while, but I didn't like it much. Uh, it was a lot of politics and, um, It was not good vibes. <laughs> I wanted something more creative and yeah. uh, I was very inclined towards cinema. Yeah, so yeah. I, re- I I applied for this grant and that was kind of like, that was kind of like the f- first time that I was like, I'm going to do what I want to do, not what everyone is expecting me to do. That's so <laughs> cool. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, and it, it takes a village because my parents are working class. They want me to get like a safe job in a safe environment. And all the decisions I was taking were pretty crazy and pretty unsafe.
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Are they okay with it now? Oh, they're very happy. Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, Very surprised too. So
1: my first feature film I did, uh, a long time ago. And, um, when I did it, I did it with some money that I saved up from a grant. And, um, it was $10,000. Okay. Like I literally did a feature film with $10,000 in two countries. And uh, so it was
0: a lot, it was a lot of a struggle. Yeah. And a lot (laughs) of history and a lot of eating pizza every day. Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine. I mean, that's, that's, little money for, like, a record, which is yeah, not exactly. visual, <laughs> you know, exactly. that's crazy, but I yeah. it, and I yeah. did it, and
1: then, when it came to editing the movie, I didn't have money to hire an editor or anything, so I went back to my parents' house, because I was transitioning in between visas, to okay. live in the United States. So I went back to my parents' house for the first time since I was 17. And I was like, hey guys, I'm editing this movie. I'm going to be in this room working. Yeah. After a couple of weeks, my mom started getting concerned. She was like, old drama queen. Like she's been (laughs) locked in that room for weeks. I don't know. She might be on Facebook. This is the time in which Barcelona will use Facebook. She was very concerned. Yeah. So. The day of the premiere of the movie, I invited them to the film festival and they were like very impressed that I got a hotel room, that there was like a protocol, you know, like a red carpet. Yeah. And when they finally watched the movie, they both cried. Like I remember uh, the the theaters, the the lights of the theater turning on. Yeah. And the first scene I saw, it was both my parents looking at me crying because they were like,
0: we didn't believe you we didn't believe you to make it a movie no yeah i can imagine can you imagine yeah. that's amazing that's it was very true. and then after that first movie my mom was like okay you did
1: it good now now go and have a normal life yeah and i'm like no i want to do it again
0: and she was like are you sure that's crazy so uh, so you yeah. learned to edit on your own movie I knew how to edit before.
1: Oh, I knew okay. how to edit before. Yeah. And, and I just put on, I just used that knowledge from,
0: for saving up the money of an editor. Okay. Cool. See, yeah. I, I think there's nothing cooler in the world than editing. Like, cause I, I can't do anything like, Twice or like more than that. I just I just that's not the way I work. So the idea of people that are like editors, I'm just like, tell me everything. Like, just do you go? Do you feel that you go like, um, like out of body or like super present, like during the editing process? I think you need to do both. Oh,
1: because you need to be <laughs> present with the story you're creating, but you yeah. need to have the imagination to picture the story that that might come out of those pieces, right?
0: That's so cool. So it's like playing Legos, I guess. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, and so so you just made a movie now. Well, now all t- during twenty twenty, yes. I've done. What
1: I've been doing, it's like I've done a couple of experimental films. Yeah. Oh, but are...
0: I love your Hoover Three video. It is a oh, thank you. So thank you so much. Cool. I love it so much. Um, thank I you. I want you to make a video for us one day. Oh my if,
1: god,
0: that if will you be like a dream.
1: It. That will be a dream. <laughs> but I mean, in a way, I've collaborated in a video of you girls because. Yeah um and and we can tell that story because that story is really cute yeah i want to hear that story (laughs) okay so in 2020 at the beginning of the year i was getting ready to go and film a feature film in spain which i I, is a feature film that i wrote oh wow and um and I got into the Sundance Lab and I got the national grant in Spain. and Wow, finally congratulations. We had, it was a lot. It was a long journey of years. Yeah. But uh, finally, we got the funds. And last summer, I was supposed to go and direct it. Yeah. Very exciting. But then the pandemic happened. And the pandemic happened when I had my luggage prepped. All my clothes inside. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to fly in two days. So... I was in total shock for, I think for a whole entire month, I was like, gone.
0: Yeah, no, like
1: for sure. In shock. Yeah. So at one point I was like, okay, wake up. You need to do something with your life. This movie is not happening. So other things need to happen. And one of the things I did, I was like, I'm going to find a job. And there was no jobs at the time. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm going to find one. It's going to happen. So I started googling, and I found this teaching position in this nonprofit organization that basically offers filmmaking classes to uh, kids that live in in like neighborhoods that you know they are like
0: like they need more support. Yeah, and that is so cool. I, I just want to say congratulations. Like, thank you because. So that was, like, probably a year ago now. Yeah, it was like, a year ago now. So. It took you, like, a month, and then you were like, I got to be a person. I, exactly. Yeah. Like, I
1: need to, like, rebuild this thing. And this is one of the most beautiful jobs, not to say the most beautiful, that I had in my whole entire life.
0: That is so
1: cool. It was so cool. It was these kids in hides. In between
0: twelve and fifteen. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize they were that old. That's they so were very little, they were such very little. A good age to like do something like that. What an amazing experience! I know, and they I mean, were like, I have to
1: say that I love a lot of these kids. They were home alone because during COVID yeah. they didn't have school. And their parents coming from, you know, underprivileged communities, they needed to go and work every day because they were front of the line. So I was working with kids that were 12 and completely alone all day in their houses, isolated because of COVID. So we were having these classes through Zoom. Yeah, And I was like teaching them how to be filmmakers. A lot of people from our community in Los Angeles donated cameras, cell phones, tablets, and I gave them these devices so they could interact in class and make their movies. So cool. And during this time that I get this amazing job, I see that this girl, oh my God, that girl is so cool. This girl in New York, she has this magazine that I love. It's called uh, Analog Cookbook. And she put together this project that (laughs) she's going to make a collective music video for Dead Body Girls. And I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) And the video on top of that is in 16 millimeters, which is my passion. Working on analogic cinema is something I love. And it was direct animation, which is very appropriate for kids. Yeah. Basically, it's like painting on top of celluloid. So I got in touch with her right away and I'm like, okay, I have a group That's of kids. So cool. And we really want to do this. And she was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And, and my, my husband, Bert, who knows you very well, he was like, Boney is going to be so happy about this. Yeah. Cause she's going to love that these kids are going to participate. And that, that made me super happy as well. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. That's so cool. It was- so cool because these kids, they didn't know, they didn't know that ballet girls. So I played some music <laughs> videos for, for them. That's so and, and there was There was some girls in the group and they were like, oh my God, this is like my favorite band now. They were like so impressed to see like rock and roll women killing it. Wow. And they got super inspired. And, um. So yeah, they didn't know where movies were coming from because you know they're they're teenagers now. Yeah, they don't know. So they learn about celluloid and how movies were made in the beginning of the times. Yeah, and they took it very seriously. They did an amazing
0: job, and the music video looks super cool. I love it. It's I love it. (laughs) It's funny. Is this yeah? Is that we had kids sing on the record and they they were, they took it so serious. Like they, they get the work done. They want it. Like they ask good questions. It's Uh so fun to work with, um, kids. It's like, but that's amazing. I'm so, I think that that is so cool that you did that. And that just, just being like an artist, knowing, knowing when you need to work, you know what I mean? Like just being like, okay, that's like, I think it's good to set a certain amount of time to like, um, mourn stuff like i'm really big on that. It's like particularly just because of tour it's like you have to be like i have to be happy for three more weeks like i have to be you know and then you can get home be like okay i'm mourning i'm sad for a week don't you know like i really appreciate people that know uh when to call call it on their you know emotions and stuff and like get a job so it's been a journey, honestly. It's been a journey also to listen to my body. I didn't used to listen
1: to my body when I was younger. And yeah, and now I do. And sometimes you're tired and you need to rest, but sometimes you're mentally not okay. And for me, it was <laughs> such a trauma. It was a shock. Uh, yeah, but I, mean, I I'm sorry to now? laugh, but... <laughs> <laughs> the news is that the reason why I'm going to Spain this Tuesday is actually to make that movie that I made last year.
0: So that's Yay! so great. I think that I think I hope that uh, that you can. I hope that this year gave you an experience or something that will you bring into the movie that will make it seem like worth what waiting for. You know, I hope, I hope it something happen I'm sure you'll find so many things along the way that you're like, Oh, that couldn't have happened if I didn't wait or whatever. Oh, um, totally. Like I'm already in there. Like
1: I'm so grateful for 2020 in many ways, of course have been a really tough years in many other ways. And yeah. and I feel empathy for like the pain in the world, but I I am naturally a very positive person, and I I already think, oh my god, this was a gift. Like so many things that I've learned this year that are gonna make this project better.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm because I feel like the few stories you hear about where everything was really really set up, um, you know, to go like every the the plot line of 2020 was so in place, and then the rug got pulled. I just feel like I hope everyone, I just wish everyone could see what you're saying is there, there is an opportunity in there. And even if it's just like you learn to listen to your body, like maybe you didn't have enough stillness or silence before where it was just like, now it's like, okay, you're in touch with your body more, whatever it is. I just, I'm glad that you can see that. Cause it's, I think that's really hard, you know, like, especially, especially for being an artist, you're everything it needs to be immediate because it takes so long, you know, but so I'm so glad. So you're going next week and how long are you going to be there for? I'm going to be there until the end of the
1: year. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Dang. So- This is, this podcast feels special because it's like one of the last things I'm going to do before I enter this like really insane dimension of my life in which I'm going to be directing a feature film that actually has quite a lot of budget that I wrote. Yeah. It's going to be a big my first week production quote unquote. It's still independent cinema and and which is what I like to do, but wow. Can you talk a little bit
0: about what it's about or is that a secret?
1: Uh no I can talk a little bit. (laughs) So um (laughs) the movie it talks about our relationships with little towns oh, and okay. how a rural town can be really paradise and a place to find freedom and peace and beauty, but also it can feel like a cage depending on your circumstances or your age. It's a, it's a movie with kids and teenagers, which oh, is wow. they're interested on. Yeah. And, um, we have the paranormal in the movie. It's yeah, there is magical realism. So there,
0: there's going to be a
1: creature, a magical creature.
0: Oh, no way. Is that, can I ask, is it going to be, um, like, uh, a physical creature or is it like, Oh my God.
1: I love, I love that you're asking this question. Okay. (laughs) So I really wanted to do practical effects, which is something that people don't do these days anymore. Okay. And, um, (laughs) so, my production company and i we got in contact with ddt which is uh it's it's a company in barcelona (laughs) and they are the best at doing practical effects and and creatures and they work with Guillermo del Toro so when all the Guillermo del Toro movies they've done they've done punk labyrinth all that no way wow congratulations i love that stuff Oh my god. Going to their office, it was like entering the behind the scenes of a fantasy land. Oh my god. Like wow. I got to see all these monsters and creatures and (laughs) creations. They they look like little elves from the heavens. Like it's just (laughs) like they're so tender and sweet. Oh my god. The the, the creators. And uh they even won an Oscar, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm there with my little movie that is like an independent film. Yeah. It's like we have like a million and something budget. That for me it's like so much money, but compared yeah. to Yamler, Toto it's like nothing. Yeah, and I'm really scared about them reading the script of the movie because it's not it's not like a traditional story with a lot of plot. You know, it's more like an observational. That sounds uh, so cool. So but guess what they what? read the story and even knowing that we will not pay them nothing yeah <laughs> they said i mean we can pay them but not what they deserve yeah they said you know what this is an opportunity that comes just every 10 years yeah. for us normally we get people wanting to create evil monsters or like dead bodies <laughs> and you brought to us a very beautiful story that is inspiring Aww. to us so we want to do it no matter what and they that's jumped so in, cool. I cried so much Yay. like don't tell them because I feel like
0: that but I cried <laughs> No, it's just so beautiful to see that other people believe on, on that's so cool I on only cry thing. when I'm happy so don't, don't be proud of it oh my God. I Yeah, I only cry when I'm happy. It's so weird. It's an energy exchange. It's just, yes. it's it's beautiful. I cry a lot. Like I (laughs) cry like five times a day, but it's always of emotions, never of sadness. Yeah, that's so cool. When you were writing it, did you have um, a visual idea of what it would be like or uh, of the creature? The creature? Okay, so I had it. (laughs) I had a
1: visual idea, but we're designing it together. So they all, I'm letting them be creative too. It's honestly, this is the first time that I'm working on something on a project that I created that is big enough that I have different departments taking each piece of the stuff. So (laughs) as much as I want to transmit what's my vision, I also want all of them to feel like individual artists and to have something to say as well, you know, and cool. I'm very, very excited about getting to receive from them too. And am yeah. so grateful to, to, yeah. Yeah, so grateful. See, yeah. like I, I cry with that too. Like, the girl that is like doing location scouting for me now. Yeah. Well, before I go to Spain, she's like doing the, f- like a first batch and sending me pictures. Yeah. The first time she sent me all these photos and I saw all the places that she went to and all the people that she talked to. Yeah. I I got emotional just for that's from being so grateful, cool. you know, I'm like, that's thank so you. Cool.
0: Yeah. No, that's amazing. I think it's, it's it's such a good feeling to uh, let go of some of the control and pressure of having to curate every last detail. I think that's such a, like a, it's awesome and very mature of you to like, just know that, you know, just trust in like the universe that everyone is doing what they want or everyone's doing what should be done. And also that you can communicate with them to get what you want, you know? And like, that's cool. That's cool. What, what you said is key.
1: It's the control. We need to
0: like delegate. We need to. Exactly. Yeah. Jump. That's a good word. Yeah. It's yeah. really, that's hard for me because I'm a c- total control freak. Like when it comes to stuff, but I also like don't like to do a lot of stuff and I'm not, <laughs> it, you know, so it's like, it's, that's, you just have to like completely. Yeah. At least for me, it's like, I, I learn about control and trust like so much every, every day. And I feel like that's t- for me, the biggest battle, but like so rewarding when you let go some of the control yeah. and you get back something that's you never could have imagined. Um, you know, yeah, and- I agree. <laughs> and it's not always going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: mean, but- no, of course not. But also I've been, I've been doing some exercises to be prepared yeah. Uh, like, I tell to myself, okay, things are going to go bad. Be aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, be aware. Because yeah. not everything is going to be perfect, or the way I imagine, no.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's a, a thing that this year is good, is just um, having, like, slowing down time before you react. It's just, like, taking it in, being able to see the big picture, and, like, knowing now that it's just, like, you're capable of anything. You just, like, waited a year. To yeah, do your dream like you can yeah. do anything now. You know. Yeah, I agree with you. That's another positive thing of 2020. <laughs> you can you can do anything. You're yeah. a fucking superhero. So do you do you know the kids and everything's all plotted out, or you have to go there and meet them, or how does that work? So we're doing auditions right now, and I oh decided to work
1: with non professional actors. Cool. So um um like I just. We threw a casting um, call yeah. in the area, and we're receiving the most beautiful videos. Aww. Like I, I cry watching these videos too. <laughs> That's amazing. Like for example, to so give you two examples that are very, very beautiful. Yeah. Um, I got this video from this farmer cultivating potatoes, like literally potatoes. And he's like cultivating and talking about how much he loves his land, how much he loves being a farmer. And then at one point he's like, and I would love to be in the movie with my grandson. And the grandson shows up is the cutest kid with glasses. (laughs) And there I have this grandpa and then, then this grandson together. And it's the most tender Oh. beautiful like seriously so cute and another thing that happened is that <laughs> I'm gonna be filming in the area where I grew up okay that's what I was gonna ask is it is and my like, best friend from school yeah she present, She sent a video to the, to the casting without you but, knowing without me knowing That's and in the video she doesn't even know that she's my friend oh, oh she, really sorry she doesn't even say sorry yeah. okay <laughs> no she knows yeah like wow, that is a coincidence <laughs> no she's my best friend from from like childhood and we've been, yeah. we've been attached all these years but it's kind of cute that she sent a video without yeah. telling me and in the video she doesn't even mention I'm a friend with a director. Yeah. So
0: that made me really emotional. That's too. so sweet. That's so cute. Um so so that's what you're doing now is looking at videos. So you have a yes. lot of work. Do you, yes. <laughs> that is so much stuff. I don't even I guess one question I have is um how did you like how did you write this and is it is it something is it a story that's always been in you or did something like um, pull it out recently or how, how can you talk about that like yeah because um, a movie uh, is huge like yeah that's crazy
1: <laughs> this is how i wrote it uh first and first in order to create you need time yeah. you need time <laughs> and you have time you need money so yeah. one of the things i did <laughs> One of the things I did is I, I decided to get a lot of freelance jobs, uh, working in advertising, which is something I, I don't enjoy. What, I, what um, aspect of advertising? I do post-production. I, I'm a post-production coordinator. Wow. And that's that's <laughs> the way I make the monies. Because, I mean, making experimental films or music videos, <laughs> you don't make any money. It's beautiful. I love it. But no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I decided to, to get a lot of freelance gigs in advertising and I saved up some money. And when I had some money saved up, I was like, OK, now I'm going to take some time off. Cool. And I took a whole month off and I set up this routine in which I will write every day. I will wake up in the morning, yeah. answer my most urgent emails, yeah. and then I will spend the
0: rest of the day writing. And at the time, uh, writing, this... sorry, like, uh, writing or on a computer? Yeah. In a computer. Okay. I will put it in a computer. Okay.
1: Sorry. I just, I like Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, so in the place where I grew up, there is a lot of tobacco barns because the cultivation of tobacco was the main source of income in that area during the 20th century oh wow but then at the end of the 20th century the United States and China started cultivating tobacco that it was more affordable yeah. so it was there was like it was not beneficial for the area anymore and they stopped planting these the tobacco plant but All these giant barns that are used to dry the tobacco leaves, they remain in the landscape. And it's like the landscape is talking to you and telling you a a story. It's like the landscape has some wrinkles and it's telling you, hey, this used to happen here and not anymore. So those were very inspiring to me. And not only as like the message that they transmit, also... Aesthetically, they're, they're like gorgeous. And the way the light enters these barns throughout the beans, it's, it creates this beautiful, like, sun patterns. It's just so pretty. So I started writing a story around these architectonical structures and. From your memory? It's not a biographical movie, but definitely there are many memories that are. probably not.
0: Were you there when you started writing, or were you here? I was here.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was here thinking about that place. and So cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my life what I wrote, but I wrote memories from friends and family and stories that I've heard, and I combined them all into this one story.
0: That's so cool. I cannot wait to see, like, how you just described it visually is, is, like... um so dreamy and so like yummy i don't know i can't Thank think you. of any adjectives but that's so it's very cool. scary like <laughs> i'm scared i'm terrified it might be awful but guess what it's better to do something awful than to do nothing so that's there we go true. no totally i so one person i talked to in the uh in the last couple of weeks was just like they said during this last year they realized that it's Uh, it's easier to edit later than to just make new stuff. So the best thing to do is do it. Exactly. The best thing to do is to do. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So are you going to stay at home? Well, I'm going to stay
1: not with my parents because I don't think there is any way that any adult can stay with with their parents and professionally create nothing yeah So yeah. i'm
0: gonna be living in the area where i grew up but not with my parents because yeah. i love them but no. no it's yeah i don't that might not be the best for this type of situation for no. sure um and is your doggie gonna go Oh my God, that is the biggest drama. Oh no. The biggest
1: drama is to not be with my Pachito. Yeah, I
0: love my dog. Because <laughs> you can't, is there like a quarantine for animals or what's. No, it's just
1: there. My my husband is going to stay here in LA and. Oh no. So he's going to keep the dog because. Okay. He needs someone to give him
0: company. So it's I think, true. Yeah, that he keeps Pachito. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so funny. I mean, I I definitely c- couldn't live without the dog. And probably if I needed to do a job, it would probably be best not to bring the dog. Because I've never brought my dog on tour because I I just know that I would just be out in the van like hanging out with the dog and not my job. <laughs> so maybe this is. A good experience, but oh, that stinks. Poor <laughs>
1: what, I know. But one of my favorite things about you girls going on tours when you take f- pictures of dogs. I yeah. think that's something that that you yeah. all love. One yeah. of my favorite things of social media. I'm like, oh my
0: god, they're on tour. We're gonna see dogs' pictures. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. I started like I started just posting them again this week because I was like, you know what? I shouldn't deprive myself just because I can't t- do my job. I should exactly start to take just pictures. Go on the streets. Yeah, we met. Uh, my dog, we met a little, a baby puppy wiener dog today with like the tail is this long and the body is like, you know, it just oh the God. funniest, floppiest thing in the world. And I, you better believe I'm going to post that later today. <laughs> yes. I'll be waiting for it. Yeah. So that's so cool. So you took, I'm sorry. I, I need to talk more about this. Um, you took one month and you just wrote. I just wrote. I wrote every day. I, I, I was just in this routine.
1: I I need. I have to say that my partner was very supportive because like going like, Hey, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to be writing here. Don't disturb me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that really was very supportive. Yeah. And every day I had this routine. It was the beginning of a springtime. I, I remember okay. it very dearly. Yeah. So I will write and then, I needed more inspiration or I needed to clear my head up. So I will go on these walks around the neighborhood where we were living in Glasgow park at the time. And I remember just looking at flowers every day, that's like so cool. everywhere, because that's one of the most beautiful things about LA that you live in a city, but you get to see nature and flowers yeah. in every corner, in every house. So I remember like looking at all these colors and picking up flowers and putting them in like books And then get to my house and going, like, now I have a new idea and
0: keeping on writing. That's amazing. That's so cool. That's, um, almost exactly how I write too. (laughs) Almost exactly. Yeah. I, I, I start the day by walking for like a couple hours and thinking about how I'm gonna write, like, how, like what, I don't know. It's, you know, <laughs> that's it, but no, it's crazy how walking can activate the brain. Yeah. It really helps. Totally. And, walking. Yeah, totally. And also it is the nature here is so extreme. There's like cactus and crazy, like it's just yeah. so wild. And I, I really love, I, I, this year has made me really appreciate California, like just the plants of California and the, the nature of California is so strange and so special definitely 2020 i think has connected all of us with
1: nature yeah. stronger and closer yeah yeah definitely. i didn't yeah
0: i didn't know i needed it or liked it or i mean i knew i liked it but i didn't know i needed it and i don't think i did need it before but now it's like i i need it i know i need to be like I felt drawn to grass, which is so bizarre, but like, I, I have <laughs> to go it. to a park every day, um, which is like pretty high class stuff. But I'm like, take the dog to the park every day. We walk for a couple of miles and I'm just like, it's just, I can't imagine not doing that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but yeah, before it's like scrunch into a van for eight hours and that was fine. But for some reason, if I can't, <laughs> if I can't do that, I need to walk, but that's cool. So Dang! That's what's your birthday?
1: My birthday is November fifteenth. Currently, I'm a Scorpio, but I don't feel that I identify with it. But I
0: am. Okay, that's my that's my best friend's birthday too. So, <gasps> that's cool. Yeah, and little Ghost, our other our best friend is a Scorpio too. Scorpios are cool. I didn't know anything about signs when I was. I, I don't know that much about it, but I'm like, just curious if your work ethic is a, uh, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. your birthday. I don't know. I have to say that even though I wrote the
1: first draft of the script in one month, yeah. then I've done many other versions after. That was just a first draft. And yeah. it, it took years to, to like shape it to, to the place where it's right now. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that helped is um, how do you say how can you express this? Um one of the things that helps is to get um like somebody that recognizes what you're doing. So you so you gain confidence. And once yeah. you're confidence, you can keep on doing what you were doing. Yeah. So if you lose confidence, really you're gonna lose inspiration as well. Yeah. So one of the things that happened was that after I I wrote the first draft, Sundance Institute selected the script for their screenwriting lab, which is very difficult to get in. Yeah, and it was the screenwriting lab for um, film directors in the Mediterranean. Oh, cool! So they took me to Greece, and I went to Greece to this workshop, and it was wow. it was really like. Even though, regardless of Sundance as an institution, it was just the fact that somebody is telling you the, what you're doing. Yeah, you're the right. you're in the right path. Yeah. continue doing what you're doing. Yeah, and that that gives you strength.
0: That gives. Yeah. You strength. That's awesome. Had you ever been to Greece before? No, it was my first time, and it's freakingly identical
1: to Spain. Oh, really? <laughs> the power of the Mediterranean is insane. Wow. Like, cool. Like, Greece and Spain, if you look at it in a map, they're not even close to each other. Yeah. But really, we share this same Mediterranean culture. And when I went there, I was like, oh, my God, this is just like Spain. That's so cool. Physically, people like are very Spanish or they, they look like very Mediterranean. But the streets, the houses, the architecture, like the smells, the food, everything.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, that is so cool. Isn't I, that interesting? I loved it. Do yeah. you think that helped you write, like it being similar at all? No, no. It was, <laughs> like this
1: lab was definitely a really weird experience because <laughs> our mentors were like important film directors that were there to like read your script and give you advice I met a lot of interesting and inspiring colleagues it was fun yeah the most important thing that I take with me I mean apart from meeting great people yeah (laughs) that, that that somebody is telling you hey I believe in what you're doing and that that also reminds me that I need to tell that to my friends in my community to to the artists around me uh, like from a genuine place like if any of my friends or the artists that I know are doing something that I really like I need to make an effort to remind them hey what you're doing is great because that's gonna help them continue their work
0: yeah what about um if somebody is working on something how do you think that they can like, can they find that in themselves? Or what do you? What would you recommend for somebody to do? Oh, that's fun. she's me. <laughs> um, You mean when people don't have self-confidence? Maybe. Or when they don't have... Do you just recommend that somebody share their work with someone? And I don't know. I mean, definitely. I think... I think when you're oh, like, two. how did you get the sun? I guess the better question is. I need to open the door to SpongeBob. Yeah. really want to check on the mailman. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. Yay. Biggest <laughs> enemy, back, you, know. you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> to- well, he's waiting all day for somebody to come. Exactly. Um, um, for <laughs> waiting all day for this fight. Yeah, totally. That's so funny. Uh, I guess that. Uh, I guess is that you made something and you submitted it to Sundance. Um, and I guess like, how did you choose to do? I think that that's important is that I think that you're saying you got support, but it's from because you did something. So
1: actually in this case. It was a friend of mine that reached out to me, and she was like, hey, they're asking me, Sundance is asking me for recommendations of good scripts, and I know you're writing something, and that's how it happened, because if it would have been on me, I wouldn't have been brave enough to believe in myself funny. enough to even submit it, that's and awesome. that's why we need to be brave Okay. It's, we need to do the best thing to do is to do yes once you do it you need
0: to be brave. <laughs> yeah hell yeah cool. that's good that I like that that's a good that's a good circle because look at you now you're about to go you're about to make this thing that is so hard but you're gonna be looser and stricter and it's gonna be a beautiful beautiful end of the year. Um, thank you. That's so mm-hmm. exciting! I I want to the way you describe it. I want to smell the way it smells there so bad, and just <laughs> see. will you send me a picture of the barns? I will. I'm I will. Yeah, so curious. Yes, they're see. really cool. Yeah. Um, and also, um, one thing I was thinking is, do you have um, like the contact info for those kids that were in your class? feel like we should send them oh yeah Yeah. of course of course i have the contact info yes yes, we should
1: oh my god they will love it yeah when they saw that the death valley girls video they made was in rolling stone they were so excited (laughs) and even the the parents like the parents reached out to me
0: and they were like what what is the the kids have been doing in class they're in the rolling stone magazine that's so cool (laughs) amazing yeah we should send them stuff we have so much like stuff that we don't you know it's like merch that we should give them something oh you're so sweet no that's so cool that was that that means so much and hearing the story is so cool i'm super so glad that we talked i'm so glad to get to know you and i'm so excited for your adventure um is there anything else that you want to say before you go well, I thought we were gonna talk about paranormal things, and I had a story that I wanted. Oh yes, to talk about. please yeah. tell me. Tell okay. me. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, oh, some people are. No, some. Uh, I've noticed a few people Sorry. are like trying to back away from that, so I've been like not pressuring anyone but no, thank uh, you I mean yeah okay go for it I'm so excited thank you okay so because we've been talking
1: about me too much let's oh, talk about well. let's talk about the out uh, the other yeah okay so um <laughs> back. this is like probably like six years ago uh, one of my good friends got diagnosed uh, with um, HIV positive. And this is something I also want to like bring into attention because I think this is a perfect platform to remind us all that we need to end the stigma. Because, I mean, of course, we need to like use protection and da-da-da-da. But the reality is that if you're HIV positive in 2021, you're going to be fine. You're not going to develop AIDS. You're going to, in California, you're going to have support. You're going to have meds. And these meds are going to just give you health and you're going to be undetectable. And once you are undetectable, it's like you're not sick anymore. But, yeah, six years ago when he got diagnosed he was freaking out we didn't know much about being hiv positive i mean he didn't friends didn't the, the community didn't and it was yeah. really scary yeah so um he was going through a lot especially emotionally and psychologically because yeah. is that it comes with a lot of a stigma and that's why i wanted to talk about it thank you and because I mean, sharing it with your family, telling your parents or like your future partners, it's just really tough, right? Yeah. And we can tell people, hey, I have a heart disease or I have diabetes or I suffer from any other thing, but HIV, it's like, ooh, right? Really scary. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be. But anyways, he was freaking out and having a mental breakdown. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know what? You and me, we're going to go on a road trip. Cool. And I'm going to take you to this City that I've read that it's like Super magical and it's called Sedona. Oh, Beautiful. wow. Yes, just in, in the US. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. i read about Sedona. Apparently
0: it's like super good for your spirit. We're going to go there. This <laughs> vortex, whatever. <laughs> Yay. I love this story so much already. <laughs> so I pack my friend in a car. He's like super depressed and we're like, let's go. And we
1: drive all the way to do- to Sidona. But before we go, I was living with roommates at the time and my roommate was working in a wheat bakery. So he's like baking goods that had uh, marijuana in it, in them. And normally he will bring the leftovers from the bakery and we will get stoned once in a while with with like cookies or muffins or whatever. I
0: love the way weed tastes. Honestly, I wish you could. (laughs) Right? So good. (laughs) Tastes so good to me. (laughs) So he brought that time. He brought a whole
1: tray of. Brownies. Okay. But what he didn't tell me is is that these brownies were made with leftovers and they had 10 times the amount of an edible. Jesus. (laughs) So because I was going to Sedona, I take two of these brownies with me and I was planning to eat them in Sedona when we get there. Yeah. So we get to Sedona. Okay. You've been there, right? It's like UFOs. It's like, And every, like, every new age possibility, it's open to you. There was even this woman that will do a spoon bending workshop with your mind. Wow. I never did it, but I want to go back and do it. (laughs) Because I I want to bend spoons. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. So, anyways, we're there and we're, like... We rented this Airbnb that it was so cool. It was like a, like a little dome and we were leaving. Oh, the wow. it, was like, it was like a gypsy house. It was really yeah. cool. You're asking for it. <laughs> and yeah. um, I tell my friend, okay, I brought these brownies. Let's, let's eat them. We eat the brownies. And we get so high. Again, it was 10 times the amount of THC. Like, it was fucking... It was so scary. Really? Oh, no. It it was scary. I I drank a kombucha, like, a couple of hours before. And it was one of these green kombuchas with chia seeds. And I vomited. It was like a vomit an alien. Like, I've never seen a most scary vomit. It was so green. (laughs) It was so green. So, anyways... I'm getting scared. I'm like, dude, I haven't been this high in my whole life. This is so scary. I'm so sorry. So I'm gonna lay in bed and I'm just gonna try to breathe because I cannot even move. Thank so you. I lay in bed and he's in the other side of the room in the corner and I start talking to him. I'm like, hey, how are you feeling? Da, 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 da. And at one point I'm like, wait a minute. I'm talking to but I'm not moving my mouse (laughs) and I don't feel like my chest is moving either. Oh
0: my God.
1: I'm not talking, but I'm talking. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we are communicating telepathically. Yeah. I was like, it was like, obviously. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I'm going to make a giant effort and I'm going to actually talk with my (laughs) mouth. So I, I make a giant effort and I go like, Hey, am I talking to you? And he's like, yeah, we've been talking the whole time. So I get really scared. And I'm like, okay, we've been communicating telepathically, but this is maybe because I'm just really high. So I'm not, it's just, it's because I'm really high, but I'm a little nervous. So I'm like, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to relax. And I'm like, out of the blue, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling much better. I'm feeling much better. Wow, I feel good. And I start sitting. And remember, I was lying in bed. Yeah. So I start sitting in bed. And out of the blue, I'm like, oh, I feel good. I'm not high anymore. I just feel peace. <laughs> I feel peace. I feel great. Oh, I feel great. And I turn around and I see myself laying in bed with my eyes closed. Wow. And I'm like okay i and i i swear to god i didn't get i didn't get scared or anything okay wow i was like okay that's me yeah i look i look peaceful that's good and i'm like oh that's my friend in the other side of the room wow and i'm like i feel great but you know what i think i should go back to my body wow just just you Just like very calmly. I thought why did it go back to my body? Amazing. So I laid on top of my own body (laughs) and I went like (gasps) like literally like going back. And then I started feeling really high again. Oh my god. I I swear to God, Bony, I had an out of body experience. Oh my god, yeah. Not because I was high, like I swear to
0: god, I was out of my body and I saw myself. That's incredible. That it was, was so amazing. crazy. That is amazing. That sounds so cool. I love so many things about that story. Thank you so much for sharing it. But I think the idea that you distinctly we're not stoned when you left your body. Oh. Is is a huge piece that's so important to. Oh so my I felt so much peace and like it's like you take all the Sanax in the world. That's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. That's amazing. I've I haven't had too many out of body experiences. Um, without being like it, may, the only out of body experiences I've had have been from like imbibing too much you know, <laughs> being like from, you know, mixing weed and alcohol and things like that Um has, so I totally know what you're talking about Um and I think that's amazing and communicating telepathically, that's so cool. That was crazy. That's so cool. Has that ever like any parts of that happened to you anywhere else? No. I mean, it was just that one
1: day yeah. in a place, but yeah. In a way, I do believe that we all communicate telepathically. Yes. Like, I during 2020 especially, like, I feel like when I think about my loved ones, I think they feel it. I think they feel the love. I don't know. Yeah. And then there is this, like, creatively, there is always this universal, like, fabric around creativity that maybe you're thinking about something that another person in Japan is thinking about the same idea and that it's amazing.
0: You know? What do you mean fabric? Like what, can you describe that a little more? So, for example,
1: like one of the things that is really amazing is like if you think about primitive times and you see the paintings in the Metropolitan Museum of the New Zealand, New Zealand ceilings, the traditional New Zealand ceilings that they will paint. Yeah. Then you go to Africa and you see basically the same paintings, but then you visit Peru and they were doing almost the same. Yeah. That is definitely a creative fabric that it's like connecting us
0: telepathically somehow, you know? Yeah pre-internet it's mental internet like come on (laughs) yeah no i yeah totally i feel like um i just was wondering how you think i think of it as like a dimension but i guess a fabric is is an interesting way to think about it too but i feel like there's like kind of like a different dimension that we all just kind of sometimes tap into and the whole idea is from just interesting the different ways people look at it
1: I yeah, there are many, there are many other, like, I think other word that people use is the fakers. I don't know how to pronounce it. the S- Sakers? I don't know. How do you spell it? With, with the C as a zebra. <laughs> I don't even know what that word is. this, this sacred curse, say, 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 I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce, I don't that. Know I don't know know pronounce a lot of things. No, I, I don't know a lot of things. My, <laughs> like, mean, it's just this, I agree with you. It's this, this dimension, this common, I like to say fabric. Yeah, no,
0: that's fabric cool. is, is waved right? It's like yeah. waved. And 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 that's cool. That's, I like that. That's really. I didn't think about that. That's super cool. Yeah. No. I believe. I believe in everything. Obviously, I think there's like. I mean, just being in a band, like, you know, there's it's when we record, it's nonverbal communication, and it's of just course. it's just it's yeah. and it's it's. I have no idea what happens <laughs> you know and we had gabe come in and he played saxophone and we don't know him but like he came in and just did it exactly what oh, was meant amazing. to be you know it's just like we don't i have it's magic all i know is it's it's magic and it's meant to be and it's uh special yeah. and it's you know and we just we just move about where we're supposed to be the more we trust that that's what's happening the more it happens, you know. So, that's oh, so you're so cool. right, especially in music. Like yes. when when you watch jazz, if yes. that is not
1: telepathic communication, then you tell me. Yeah, you know? totally. Like no, yeah, yeah. you're so
0: right. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's it's interesting. I mean, I think we all have these powers, and I think the more that we work with people in the more that they come out, obviously, cause it's like, yeah. And like a basketball team or, you know, a painter yeah. is doing it, but they're not getting the confirmation of their, you know, uh, telepathy probably as much as like when we interact. Um, yeah. But yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so cool. I'm just curious, like for me, that experience has only ever happened in one location, which is where we record our, our record at that studio. Yeah. Um, my like astral projection. So I'm just curious. Like, I wonder, you should go back and see if you can have another experience. Probably, probably. (laughs) It'd be cool. Keep going. I'm down to go. (laughs) Yeah. No, I want, we've been talking about going there too. Um, I only went there pass through once. Um, so I don't even, and I was like, Mm -hmm. it was too much energy for me. I was like, oh, I don't like it, but I think I would like it now. I was there. amazing it's one of the most beautiful places in the u.s yeah that's cool well thank you for sharing that is there anything else you want to say oh i just want
1: to say that i cannot wait for live music and seeing you live and uh going to sh- going to shows yeah yeah
0: so, is there are there shows in spain is stuff happening apparently there are shows it's wow. just when you go you
1: need to sit in chairs and respect distances but I mean I'm down like
0: yeah's going like give it to me whatever awesome <laughs> yeah go go do it go, yeah. go do it and have fun and send back some love for us and a picture of the barn oh yeah I will yeah <laughs> okay well thank you so much for coming thank you for having having me ponies be so nice to talk to you yeah you thank you thank you